believe that you can heal yourself? Too often we give our power away to something outside of ourselves and rarely, if ever, trust and tap into our innate healing power and intuition. Everyone has this capability to heal in ways we never thought possible. It's your sovereign right to claim and have true health and lasting wellness. Now, here is the host of the Dr. Dolores Show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in our universe. Welcome to another episode of Healing in Ways You Never Thought Possible with your host, myself, Dr. Dolores Fazzino. Today, as we continue with our Miraculous Healing series, you know, we're going to talk about those mystery illnesses that people seem to have that they go to their doctor, they run a battery of tests, and even though you're very symptomatic, they can't find anything wrong with you. We're talking about chronic fatigue. We're talking about um, fibromyalgia. We're talking about um, those things that are kind of not very, they're nebulous and they can't be really tangibly um, diagnosed. And today I have a very special guest who has lived through this and she actually does some amazing work with people to help them navigate through that. And she's going to share her miraculous healing um, story. Her name is Elizabeth Morse. And let me just read a little bit about, about her for you. She's the founder of the Right Brain University. Elizabeth is an author and public speaker as well as a gifted spiritual healer utilizing acupressure-based techniques, educational kinesiology, and specialized kinesiologies to maximally execute function and reset stress so the body and mind can operate in harmony. She's a Touch for Health instructor, um, a brain gym instructor, and a pain harmonic healing instructor. Lots of lots of credentials here. She specializes in helping people who are resistant to the idea of alternative healing as she once was herself. Many of us are skeptics, but you know what? You don't know it until you try it to see if something's different. So be open. She also loves working with test anxiety sufferers and to help them become great test takers. She's helped people pass the bar and, and get amazing scores on the SAT and ACT. So I would love to introduce you to my special guest today, Elizabeth Morse. Hey, Elizabeth, how's it going? Hi, Dolores. I'm, I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you're so very welcome. You know, I hope you're doing well, too. I am. Thank you very much. So, you know, it's an interesting thing because me being in Western medicine for so many years, you know, many people have come in with these, we call them mystery illnesses, where it's like, you know, you know, you are experiencing certain things, but it's like, there's like this big wall or disconnect between what Western medicine has to offer and what they actually are listening to. And, you know, I would love for you to share your experience with um, our audience today. So just tell us more about your story. Oh, sure. Well, 
I grew up in a military household and I didn't realize it at the time, but I was born with a whopping case of complex PTSD. (laughs) (laughs) And that just kind of kept going on and on because of course we repeat patterns, what we're familiar with. So I ended up in my first marriage being married to somebody that recreated that stress of my childhood. Mm. And by the time I was in my late 30s, early 40s, I was such a stressed out person that I was manifesting all sorts of of illness symptoms. And it took about 10 years to get diagnosed. So I started in, I noticed probably mid-30s that I was having these issues. And I went to one doctor after the other and no answer, no answer, no answer for 10 years. So I had symptoms of what eventually became Um, chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia, as well as IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. Uh, I went to a neurologist. I went to um, my regular GP, uh, you know, test after test again, Um, eventually gastroenterologist once it was diagnosed. And, you know, what the neurologist kept saying was, hinting at was that it was all in my head. Yep, that's what yeah. they do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and and then once a diagnosis was made, and they sent me on to to the specific to a rheumatologist to help with the fibromyalgia symptoms and uh, to the gastroenterologist, I realized that what they were talking about was just trying to band-aid it and manage pain and. You know, I don't know about you, but if you had an open sore on your body, you wouldn't just put a Band-Aid over it. You would probably clean it, right? And you would figure out what you kept doing over and over that was making that wound appear, right? Absolutely. Just because it was on the inside of my body, it didn't make sense that I would just take a pill that had horrible symptoms, including one of them that they wanted to put me on had symptoms of growing tumors. Right. one of my friend's husband was on that drug and he ended up developing a tumor from it that he ended up dying from. It was, oh, it became cancerous and, and he ended up dying from it. So I knew I didn't want to just mess around with that kind of thing. And once I realized that Western medicine was not going to get me the answers that I needed, I mean, God bless everybody whose answer lies in a pill. You are the luckiest humans on the planet. But for those of us who can't take them, who have maybe a genetic issue with being able to process the the components of the chemicals make it hard for some of us to, to be processed. And so the side effects are really toxic for some of us. And that was the the truth for me that I, I just couldn't take these meds without having horrible side effects. So I knew I needed to do something else because I wasn't just willing to suffer. And I ended up as a complete skeptic. You know, I, I didn't believe in, in anything alternative. When my mother started doing yoga when I was a teenager, I was humiliated that, you know, I was the only <laughs> kid in the school whose mother was doing yoga and gazing at her navel. And, you know, now I spend three times a week doing doing hot yoga. So uh, I'm getting paid back in spades. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you and, know, it, it's true. It's just like sometimes, you know, we uh, have a tendency to, you know, judge something before we even give it a chance to 
to uh, you know to experience it because it's all the it's only in the in the experience and witnessing it. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, we're we're wired to try to fit in, to try to conform as a, as teenagers specifically, and I think for a lot of us it doesn't end. You know, I certainly I, I was a huge people pleaser, and you know, basically what happens, I think women in general tend to be raised to take care of others before we take care of ourselves. And ultimately what ends up happening for some people, if you're in a stressful environment, you get to a point where you can't take it anymore. And you have a choice of either watching yourself slide into illness, as I was doing, um, and you can do something about it. It's your choice. You have you have a choice. You can choose to become well. It does take some work, but I felt like I deserved a chance to live the rest of my life. I had 10-year-old boys, and I didn't want to leave them behind. I did feel like I was dying from what was going on. The stress was just over the top. I couldn't cope with it anymore, so I had to act. No, and you know, I what you know, great insight as well. And you know, so many of us, you know, our you know, your situation is very similar to a lot of people's. It's like it's a pattern that, and you're absolutely spot on. It's like, you know, I think our generation was raised in a society where, you know, you did X, Y, and Z so you could be A, B, and C, and it was like programming you into something that you were not. And it was almost as if, you know, our physical body was rebelling because it knew at a deeper level that this was not our truth. Yeah. 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 Well, whatever we call our higher power, I believe we're here to be in service to that and not so much what the ego wants. And I certainly learned the hard way that I could I could cling to my ideas of how my life was going to go, which was, you know, I was a very fearful person, as you can imagine, with all of the complex PTSD. And I couldn't imagine making it on my own. I couldn't imagine um, the horror of, you know, being, uh, having my children be from a broken home. And so I clung to that marriage uh, mm -hmm. with every last little bit that I could possibly do uh, until I realized that it wasn't, it wasn't possible to have it work out. And, you know, ultimately I feel that, um, that the choice that I made, I could see was to head back into health and, and ultimately that I and other people who are going through these stresses deserve to be able to do that. It's giving, it's allowing things to happen in order to, to be of service to whatever you call that higher power, whatever you call the, um, what some people would call the spiritual side of things, what others would call, um, would fit into religion, probably. There's an aspect of the brain that uh, in Western medicine, they've, they've seen that there's an aspect to the brain that is responding to that spiritual side of things. It's a part that has to develop in order to be healthy and you can call it what you want. You know, I work with atheists, so it's it's <laughs> possible to, you don't have to believe anything to have alternative medicine work is the bottom line. True. That I'm saying. Yeah. No, and you know, thank you for, you know, sharing your your story because I think it is so 
Um, many people are in similar situations. And sometimes it's like when you're in it, you know it's not something's off, but you are kind of grasping for straws. And a lot of times we look so much on the external for the answers. And sometimes we have to realize you need to come within and give yourself permission to listen to that wisdom that we carry within ourselves. And, you know, for you, it's, you know, how wise you were and how brave you were and courageous to step into that, to realize that there was something, something more for yourself. It's huge. Thanks. I, you know, I wish I could say that I started off brave. I really didn't. What I ended up doing was at the same time that all of this was going on, of course, you know, the synchronicities, right? When you start to follow a spiritual path, I had started writing a novel because I was sick. I thought, well, I can't handle a regular job. I'll start writing a novel and it'll be a great American novel. And that's how I'll contribute to the family fortune. <laughs> <laughs> so I started writing this novel. It was a Southern historical fiction novel. And um, I realized that I did need to be brave. And so I started writing about my great, great Aunt Kitty, who was the only person that I knew that I was related to biologically who was brave and a woman combined. Other, other families had brave women. It didn't seem to run in my family at all. Uh, and so I, I borrowed some of her courage by by sort of putting myself in her head and writing about her and and then that I just again got lucky where I found this alternative healing work that um, allowed me to learn a drop at a time the feelings that my body needed me to learn in order to start healing I was so emotionally avoidant I was resisting all feelings and ultimately it means that you can't feel joy any more than you can feel anger for example and once I realized that I could just feel it a drop at a time, and it didn't mean that I was going to get taken out for a week by depression or anxiety or, you know, getting upset by an event in my life, that's when I started to be able to become a little bit more brave and mm -hmm. just realize that we're all riding the, the ocean, basically. We're riding like surfers you know we're riding these waves that come and sometimes the waves are energy and sometimes the waves are feelings and we're um that's that's the goal you know to get to learn these things that happen well and you know i i believe too it's like once you really start going in that direction it's hard to you can't turn back to not going there you know, because it's like you're in, you're, you're starting to become one with the flow of who you are. Yeah. And it's like, like you're saying, riding the waves. And sometimes there's going to be a big wave and sometimes there's small ones. You know, I, I talk about grief a lot because, you know, sometimes when you lose somebody that you love and you're going through your process and you could have months where you're perfectly fine. And then out of the blue years later, there's this, it's like this big wave comes over you and you're like, Oh my God. And you're just bawling like a baby. And the thing is, it's like, that's just the way emotions are. Grief is just one example and it just ebbs and flows and just being with it and allowing yourself to experience that is, is some of the richness of having a human experience here on earth, I believe. Yeah, but yeah, uh, absolutely. 
But yet, you know, our society says, oh, no, 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 you can't feel, no feeling. Oh, 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 oh. You know, put it yeah. in a box, put it on a yeah. shelf yeah. or whatever, you know, but it's just like it's not it's not a good thing. And, you know, absolutely, when you don't feel your emotions, you start to numb yourself out. And it takes a while for that to you start to feel comfortable being with your emotions. So it's baby steps. It's about giving yourself permission to go there too, you know? Absolutely. Well, and this culture just in general is terrified of feelings. I find I, I, I don't feel like I was alone, you know, Not at all. we're, we're, in, we're encouraged to stuff them because they can be felt by other people. I believe on a subconscious basis, we're completely capable of picking up what other people are feeling both on the individual level and as a group, uh, both in the country and and throughout the world, absolutely. And so, you know, it's very inconvenient if you're going to work and there's a meeting and you're broadcasting what it is that you're feeling, you know, it could have a negative impact on your survival, you know, in that longevity in your job, right? So, so that's the reason why we're taught as well as just in the home life, you know, how, how many kids were allowed to be the, the angry kids, you know, if, if you're lucky, there was one person lucky. <laughs> there was one person in the family who got to be the, you know, the, express all of the emotions and the others were the, the ones that kind of had to put a lid on it. And often it was just every kid had to put a lid on it true. and only the parents got to express it. So it's all in there. We're just swimming in this neurochemical soup. And as you know, yeah. neurochemicals, the, the molecule, molecules of emotion are inflammatory and inflammation can lead to disease. And over, exactly. Over, over time. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, so, Elizabeth, the work that you're doing now, why don't you share with the audience what exactly you're doing and stuff like that? And I have Elizabeth's contact information on the screen here, too, as well. So share some more about that. Well, I help people who want to rewire their brain. Uh, so basically what I found in my own case is that the subconscious is very intelligent. Uh, our subconscious is really the majority of our brain is our subconscious and unconscious. It's very intelligent. It wants to rewire and to have success, but it can't agree until it gets its needs met and its needs met, its needs are met by feeling. So if you have a goal, what's happening is all of our past experiences are bracing themselves. They, so past events lead to what we would call inner children. The inner child that we have is a compilation of each individual experience that was traumatic for us and doesn't take much to traumatize a child. <laughs> so if you think of those inner children within us that of all the events that were negative that we couldn't understand emotionally, those are all waiting to learn. And they're also waiting to stop us, to keep us safe, Mm -hmm. They're actually heroic. They're trying to save our lives. They feel like they have more information than we have as the conscious mind. So I help people to be able to get in touch with their inner children and find out what it is that they need to learn in a session. We go through a layer and figure out those 
key emotions that will allow the goal of perhaps success in business at a level they haven't been able to experience before or passing a test that they haven't been able to pass mm -hmm. before. So I love what I do because I get to right wrongs, you know, like people are born with a hemisphere that's dominant. And if you happen to be a right hemisphere dominant person, you're going to have a harder time both scholastically taking tests and in the business world, because you're going to have these sort of more emotional impediments when you get to a certain success level. So you basically say that I help bright brainers take their proper spot in the world. Cool. Very good. Love, love that explanation. And I believe that your work is so needed, especially for many people who are the empaths, intuitives and highly sensitive people yeah. to be able to, you know, segue in and to, um, you know, thrive instead of survive in their world. So I think that's huge. And um, and so thank you so much for coming on board today. I appreciate you sharing your story. It's you're you definitely, you know, the, the issues that you are sharing and stuff. It's it's more normal. It's more of the norm in society than not but it's like people don't talk about that. And I know, you know, just circling back the mystery illnesses, I think a lot of times if there's something going on and it can't be diagnosable in Western medicine, there's still more something going on and it needs, you need to take a deeper dive into as to why this is so. Absolutely. So. Well, a lot of people are surprised when illnesses come up because we are also wired to try to not show if we have a weakness and basically the stress of our childhoods is it's bubbling under the surface all the time. Absolutely. It's preventing, <laughs> it's preventing us from restocking the cupboards of, of all of the nutrients that we need in order to replenish our body. And we are at the, the mercy of whatever our genetic weak link is once we let that stress build up over time to the point where we just don't have anything left in the cupboards to repair ourselves. So True. it's really everybody can benefit from doing this kind of work. There's a lot of people out there who do really great energy work. And I wish that I had discovered it sooner so I didn't get skate so close to the edge of the, the rink, you know, onto the thin ice. But you know what? You have to realize, too, that everybody, you're on your journey for whatever reason. You, you're gaining yeah. the wisdom. So who you are in this moment is a combination of everything you've experienced, the good, bad, the ugly, as I call it. But it's just like it makes you who you are, and it, you're able to move forward and help and assist many people. So yeah. Thank you so very much for your work. Do you have any parting words for our audience as we kind of circle and close? Oh, actually, I did want to mention that if you do go to my website, mm -hmm. that I am starting a program of energy healing that's free. It's just donation based if anybody wants to donate for both for cancer survivors and for people who have uh, military service or first responders who have um, chronic PTSD or complex PTSD. I uh, will be running 
in, starting in September for both of these groups, and it'll be a Wednesday morning. I believe it's going to be 10 o'clock for the cancer survivors and 11 o'clock for the um, military and um, first responders. Perfect. So I'd love to have you join me. Please spread the word. Okay. So, and I have Elizabeth's contact information. If you'd like to reach out to her, it's Elizabeth at Wright brainuniversity.com and her website is www.rightbrainuniversity.com so once again thank you elizabeth i thank you for sharing your story and um, your journey it's been incredible and you know carry on and continue to help the the rest and so as um, we close our segment here, if you like what you hear, I invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Dr. If you have one of those minds where you are not living in the present moment, you're either in your mind thinking about yesterday, worrying about tomorrow, I have something for you. It's a free meditation to allow you to ground in the present moment. And you could get that at drdoloresfazino.com forward slash free dash video. So once again, thank you, Elizabeth, for being part of our show today. And I'm just going to sign off to our audience and stay tuned next week for another episode of Healing in Ways You Never Thought Possible. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it.